Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hello, everyone. I'm back. All right, Michelle. So, are you single and ready to mingle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, now, now that we know you're single and ready to mingle, we know we're talking in hypotheticals, okay? Yeah. So, let's say you're not on the best terms with your husband, wife, partner, whatever. Okay. And you know what? That's not even the best way to put it. Let's say you really hate them and you're done with them and they know it. You don't want to go through the whole divorce thing. You have kids. It's so messy and you don't know what you're going to get, you know? Okay. Alright, you're thinking about poisoning them. But you know they'll be sus. They're going to be sus. Okay. What do you think is the best way to do this? Okay, firstly, why is poisoning them less messy than a divorce? <laughs> But if I were to do it, I think maybe I will put their poison in their rice for dinner. Because you know, we all eat rice and it's family dinner. They'll just have their nice special little bowl and I'll put the poison into the rice and give them the bowl. And she looks really happy while she's saying this. Huh? But rice is communal, no, you, that's why you put the poison into in the, the bowl, bowl first. Yeah, ah. that's right. Like, you don't put it in, in the rice because you don't want to poison your kids. So oh, I wow. poison the sperm donor. Oh, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Alright, how about you get your kids to pass them a very delicious, very poisoned drink instead? No, that's just gonna give them PTSD, bro. <laughs> like, for the rest of their life. Can you imagine if they find out they were the one who gave their dad the poison thingy? Hi. I'm Teddy and I'm Michelle and welcome to A Brief Case. This week we're looking at the case of the Hong Kong milkshake murder. <laughs> Wait, why is it Hong Kong again? <laughs> <laughs> why am I on every case in Hong Kong? We're gonna start all the way in 1987. Nancy and Robert Kissel meet and they start dating. Nancy was born in 1964, so she would have been 23. Mm. And I would say that Nancy is really pretty and really smart. Mm. She had a bachelor's degree in business and a master's degree in design at 23. Wow, wow. impressive. And I guess like in that time, it wasn't to common. Have a master's as yeah, a girl. Exactly. It wasn't common. Yeah. Wait, let me wow. show you a picture of her when she was like maybe a bit younger. Wow. Not bad, right? Yeah, she's pretty. You know, she has like nice features mm-hmm. and stuff. So at that time, Robert was around the same age, around 22 or 23, and he was a full-time student studying for a master's in finance. And they both stayed in New York, like Manhattan, New York. Alright, so I don't know if you think this is like very fast or whatever for that time, but I think this is very fast for right now. Two years later, in 1989, they get married at like 25. Okay, yeah. Are you married right now? 
No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm also not 25 anymore. So, <laughs> and Nancy is 100% supportive, 10 upon 10 supportive, MPS 10 supportive. She worked not, not one, not two, but three different part-time catering jobs to support both of them. Which has a master's in design. Yeah, but, but she's but working she... catering jobs. Three right. different catering jobs because together the three jobs paid more than anything her yeah that's that's how much of a good wife she was okay okay all right so it feels like it paid off because he graduated in 1991 and his career took off he worked for a bunch of different finance firms starting with lazat frere and then goldman sachs everybody recognizes that Mm -hmm. where he gets assigned to the hong kong office in 1997 so the family moves over with him in 1997 Right. right right and in 2000 he hops over to Merrill Lynch, another massive bank, massive name. So these are all big, fat finance companies. And we can safely assume that Robert was getting big, fat paychecks with big, fat bonuses. Yeah. And at one point, we know that he was worth around 18 million USD. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's pretty a lot, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, so they lived a luxurious life. They lived in Block 15 of Parkview Condo. Mm -hmm. And for context, Parkview is the largest private housing estate in Tai Tam, which is a fancy district Mm -hmm. of Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Like, it had a doorman, all right? Which is real fancy for Hong Kong. It had an outdoor and an indoor pool. Wow. So I found a three-bedroom duplex for sale and yep. it was for 20518577. And that's around 20 mil sing for a three-room. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. And the rent for the same size unit for a three-room unit, okay, in Parkview in Hong Kong, 16K when, wow. like, converted to SGD. Wow, 16K... In that time or 16k? Now. 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 Oh. fancy. Okay, okay. fancy. Yeah. Alright, so they had three kids, a son and two daughters. And their kids went to Hong Kong International School. And if you know anything about international schools, the tuition was like 50k a year. So the total mm-hmm. tuition for their kids, which I guess with expats is usually covered by the company. But still, mm-hmm. it's 50k a year. So it's 150k yeah. for all three kids. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. Alright, and they didn't just have fancy house, fancy school. They had a Mars and they had a Porsche. And of course, they had helpers. Wow. Yeah. Wow, they were living... They were living it up. They had money and were living the money life. And so, you know, the money life has a cost. Think about all the people who you know earn a lot. Yeah, they work a lot. Yeah, they're on call 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Alright, and you know Robert was an investment banker. Oh. It's like Wolf of Wall Street shit. Yeah. So he was into cocaine and alcohol, investment banker life, you know, Wolf of Wall Street in 2000s, pre Wall Street crash. Yeah. I can imagine. And they weren't the happiest either. Nancy alleges that Robert got really controlling. Wait, he has time to be an investment banker and be a Well, if you know anything husband. about type A people, we got time to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alright, so he started keeping tabs on her spending, which oh. is like, I mean, she sacrificed her whole early career for him yeah. to be successful. Wait, but I mean, if they are so well-to-do, like, how much? Like, how much could she actually spend, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he actually took back, after they moved from US to mm-hmm. Hong Kong, he got super controlling, which is extremely dangerous for her because, mm. I mean, she's dependent on him completely. Yeah, yeah. He took back four of her five credit cards. Oh, no, the thing is, like, 
you know, if she gave up her career in design to pursue like catering jobs to put him through school, which what? And to like support the whole family? Yeah, I thought that, you know, in my mind, she would be... Reciprocity. No, like at least a reasonable person when it comes to money matters. Exactly. So I don't see why he I don't see her overspending. Her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't see why he was so controlling about her spending unless... I mean, don't know, was there like evidence to show that she was like a no, big spoon? No, not at all. Okay. And I think it was a bit of a power move, you know, because it right. forces her to like be even more reliant on And whenever, you. you know, like the nice thing, like I know people who have their whole lives that stay at home moms mm, and yeah. like they usually just like get a cut and then you mm. never want them to feel like they have to ask you for yeah. money. And I think he wanted her to ask him for money, which so is weird. Is them girls? It's such a it's, strange power trip. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I mean I don't, I don't think I know anyone personally like that, but I definitely like heard of characters like that I mean, before. if you became a stay-at-home mom, would you want to actually have to ask? No, <laughs> you wanna like be put in a position where you never have to ask. Exactly. So, I think it's best to be financially independent here, guys. Yeah, ladies. All right. So she also alleged that he was abusive, like physically and sexually, especially when he was high or when he was drunk. Okay. Yeah, so according to her, after she had her first baby, she had that post-pregnancy body, which is unavoidable. And Robert, he didn't like that because he's a superficial piece of shit. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Allegedly, allegedly was. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. And then he started to demand anal. Oh my god, (laughs) sorry, my butt just clenched. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Alright, and what's even more fucked up, right? Okay, it's fine if both of you like anal. Yeah, yeah. Is that she didn't like anal. And oh he would God. rape her. How? What year is this? In 2000s. But remember, it's 2000s, Hong Kong, and in a very isolated expat community. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I feel so bad for her. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, she also mentioned an incident, alright? So, it's... Yeah. 1998 just one year after they moved to Hong Kong yeah alright and she was pregnant with their one and only son yeah alright so he found out that her due date was gonna interfere with a business trip to Korea yeah and he got them angry so you know what a normal person would do they'll reschedule right they're like I gotta be in Hong Kong for my wife to give birth no no they got in the fight and he wanted her to induce the baby early so that he wouldn't what yeah, it wouldn't clash with his trip. And she was like, dude, no. And you know, pregnancy is already damn dangerous, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, why would you introduce a risk factor yeah. to both the mom and the baby? the baby? I mean, I don't know how inducing works and whatever not, yeah. but like, in my <laughs> mind, I just view that. Just do it, you know, when the... When it comes, when yeah, it's ready. Yeah, when it comes. Yeah, when it's fully big. Know. But no, he got so angry that he tried to punch her and she ducked. Oh, she was pregnant. Like yeah. punch her stomach to get the baby out? No, like he just tried to punch oh, her, okay. punch her generally. And he punched, and she ducked, right? Yeah. And then he punched the wall so hard that he broke his finger and the wall. So that's how hard he wanted to punch his what pregnant wife. What the hell? Oh my god, that's so messed up. Yeah. And so... Apparently, this wasn't the first time that they had that fight. Okay. And they had the fight again and he, he beat her up lah. A few months later. Like, while she's pregnant? Yeah, allegedly. Oh, that's 
it's that messed up. That's so messed up. Yeah. How? Wait, this is their first child or their second child? Um, I'm not sure. I okay. couldn't get a timeline of it, but I okay. know that this was when she was pregnant with their son. Okay. Okay, so now we have a relatively comprehensive picture of their life, right? Yeah. Pretty luxurious outside. She's on a few boards. She mm. has like a. She's you know in a school PT and everything, mm. and he's a successful banker, and he looks very nice. But like at home, it's a bit fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty on the outside, rotten on the inside. You mean like a rotten mango? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> okay, so in 2003, SARS hit and he hit Hong Kong super bad, remember? Yeah, I remember Yeah, that. and Nancy and the kids, they take this opportunity to evacuate back to the US and the family, because they were baller, they own a vacation home in Vermont. Right, okay. Vermont. And I mean, of course, if you were like in a domestic abuse situation and this was like an opportunity yeah, to... Yeah, you will take it. Yeah, exactly. And Robert obviously didn't go because he was super into his job. Like, he was yeah. on call 24-7. So this was, I think, it, it, at least for our generation, the first pandemic of our generation. Yeah. I remember SARS. That was pretty scary. Yeah. And they didn't know how long they were going to be there. So, you know, like rich people problems, what are we going to do? They get a home entertainment system. Right. Like home movie, fancy... Theater? Home theater? theater? Like just something really fancy. Fancy enough that somebody had to go and install it. Late night FM voice on. (laughs) (laughs) So who do they send to install it? A hot young man with a well-built body. (laughs) Which basically means that he had a (laughs) body-yachty. I can't imagine Robert feeling too happy about this. I mean, he was in Hong Kong, like, he didn't. He, he didn't just know? knew that his wife bought a home entertainment system. Okay. You know, the thing is, like, because he sounds so crazy, I, if this couple is like exists in today's time, I, I can totally imagine him like stalking her through the whole home camera, security yeah. system and whatever. But I guess like, in the early 2000s... Cannot bopian, but he'll so check common? the cut la, mm. and then it doesn't look too sus if you have like a home entertainment system. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Body Yachty's name was Michael Del Priore or Prior. I don't know how to pronounce these names. Okay. Let's call him Michael. Michael. <laughs> Alright, Michael. Okay, so after installing the system, he kept in contact with Nancy. Yes. Hot... Uh, solo mom in the US with husband far away in a foreign land mm-hmm. I wonder what that sounds like <laughs> okay and she she also reciprocated reciprocated yeah she let him know all about her issues with Robert yeah. and eventually their friendship turned into romance love Alright, and they had sex three times when she was in Vermont. Yeah. And it wasn't just the sex. She used her husband's cash money to buy him a $5,000 watch. <gasps> and he brought her to go and get Ang Kong. So she oh, got shit. tattoos of her three kids in Chinese on her back. In Chinese? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So her kids' name in Chinese. So like, Jonathan is... Jonathan. Oh. <laughs> and Julia is... Uh, Oh, no, 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 no! I know, I know this one. Kelly is Kylie. Oh, Kelly, I know, yeah, but yeah, Julia yeah. was Juliet. Ju- Julia? No, I think it's Juliet. Ju- oh, yeah, Julie? Julie? No, uh. it's Juliet. Oh, it's Juliet. Okay, okay, yeah. So yeah, she did. She did. Okay, okay. okay. I don't know. No, how but I feel like the first mistake is buying the five thousand dollar watch yeah. because it's definitely gonna show up on the it's, credit card bill. And then bill. you're gonna be like, why you buy five thousand watch for boy? Yeah, exactly. And then outside, no, it's obviously not there for us, you know. Nancy, Nancy. All right, towards the end of summer two thousand and three, Sars cooled off, and she had to go back to Hong Kong, but yeah. she kept in touch with Michael. And Robert, who was already damn controlling, 
decides to install spyware on her computer. He works with like a PI firm, he installs some spyware, he gets her emails forwarded, and the messages were things like, are you ready for an FM voice? Alright, let's go. It's really hard to talk to you on the phone, but you have to know that I think about you constantly, and not being able to talk to you drives me crazy. Honey, I, I love, love you. You, <laughs> you want to do the next one? No, I can't do it. Okay, okay, try. I'm just gonna laugh. I love you when you call my name. It makes I me melt. melt. <laughs> Alright, okay, so and that, those are the PG ones, okay? They even discuss like sex positions in the email, and I don't know how Robert Kissel read it without like freaking the shit out. Yeah, man. Okay, and even through all of this, right, yeah. Nancy alleges that they were having sex and the sex was getting more and more violent. So he knew about the emails. He knew about, like, Michael already. But he was still, like, I, I'm gonna say, like, he was still essentially raping her. I was like, re- I guess it's kind of, like, as a form of revenge? I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, so she thought that Robert thought that sex would solve whatever was wrong with their marriage. So right. he's like, oh, you're having an affair. I'm gonna bang the affair off you. Some shit like that. <laughs> Violently. <laughs> Yeah, violently. Okay, but she also alleges... So these are all allegations, okay? It's not substantiated in any ways. He said, she said. Yeah. She also alleges that he was sleeping with gay men when he went on business trips. Like, he was paying for gay sex. And that he was looking for gay porn on the internet. But how did she come to know all I don't know. It was just like an accusation that was thrown out. Right. So she was just like, but he's also gay! Something like that. I don't know. Alright. So after that... We know what we do know. Okay. <laughs> Robert consulted his lawyer about a divorce. Okay. And the lawyer was like, alright, so here's how we go through this. Do you want to change your will? Because usually you'll leave everything to your wife, right? Because yeah. the mother of your children. Yeah. Um, and then, but then usually when you divorce, you'll leave it direct to the children. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then the lawyer was like, do you want to change your will? Yeah. And then Robert's like, eh. Eh. Okay, I feel like Robert is the one getting killed now. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think was getting killed? <laughs> Initially, I thought Nancy might be the one um, who would get killed. But now, I feel like Robert is the one dun, that's going to get dun. killed. Anyway, so from her search history though, yeah, we know that she was looking for these very innocent terms. Okay. Sleeping pills. Drug overdoses. Medications that cause heart attacks. Alright, okay, and according to her, right? It wasn't for him, it wasn't, it wasn't. It was for herself. She was considering suicide. Right. And she wanted to make it look like a heart attack so that her kids don't get traumatised. Right. So when they grow up, they can just be like, oh, my mum died of a very unfortunate heart attack. Okay. Okay, which is very uh, thoughtful now that, like, you know, you say it out loud. Yeah. So she actually used the information from these Google searches, I guess, to trick doctors into thinking that she really needed the medication. And like, I think the most famous medication that she managed, or infamous medication that she managed to got, is something that you might recognize is Rolhypnol, which is the date rape drug. No, I don't recognize. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's what um, they always warn you. You go zoom or you go like, wow. Uh, remember last time got Butterfat? Never been there. Never been there? Lies. Never been. Lies. Never been. <laughs> and then they're always like, don't let him hypnol your drink. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, so. Is that like the date, the the date mo- rape drug? Okay, so like there's a few date rape drugs, but Rohypnol is the most common. Right. Yeah, because like I think in the past, there used to be like qualuts and stuff, which mm-hmm. was like used for both date rape and for like drug, drug stuff. Okay. But like Rohypnol is, I think in the last decade or two decades, the more common ones that like they teach you to look out for. 
just keep your drink to yourself. Yeah, and just buy your drink yourself. Yeah, it's not exactly. worth the free drink. Yeah. yeah. One day when this COVID thing ends and we can finally go out for a drink again, <laughs> please keep your drink close to you. Exactly. Alright, so now... Summer is almost over and it's about late August. So Robert Kissel, remember he was working with a PI for all this? Yeah. They get a call from Robert and Robert is like, Damn boy, I think my wife is poisoning my scotch. It doesn't feel like normal drunk anymore. Oh. Yeah. And so the PI was like, Yo, Robert, you gotta get tested. You gotta get tested and you gotta get your drink tested. Yeah. And then Robert, for some reason, even though he's allegedly abusive and like just this very confusing person yeah. in general, yeah. he's like, no, I feel so guilty about even suspecting her of poisoning me. It, okay, so I feel like this could also be a facade that he's showing his PI or his lawyers. Because I mean, these oh, are still like... Oh, because he's gonna divorce her, he can play the poor, jilted husband yeah. who got cheated on by the yeah, awful, adulterous exactly. wife. No, but I mean, that's one. But on the other hand, you know, like, he seems like the kind of person who would care about his image a lot. Mm. So, these are people that are still like outsiders. They see his they glam wouldn't, life. He wouldn't want to be the bad guy. Exactly. Especially if after he's divorced, he want to hook up with some young... Like, hot thing. He doesn't want... He, he gotta be like, oh, I got cheated on rather yeah. than like... I was abusive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so, he feels guilty, and then let's fast forward about three months later. So, it's 2nd November. Now, the expat community in Hong Kong is pretty small. Yeah. And then it becomes even smaller when you consider the rich, bougie expat community. So, one of their neighbours, Andrew Tanza, mm-hmm. he brought his seven-year-old daughter over for a play date because remember, they have two daughters. Yeah. About 45 minutes later, because I guess that's the time of a play date. Yeah, 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. He, he, they were about leaving and he was talking with Robert and he was like, oh, can I have some water? Mm-hmm. Because I live like two blocks away or something. Yeah, yeah. And instead of water, um, it's like a couple of days past Halloween. So the kids bring out milkshakes, like very sweet, very strong mm-hmm. banana milkshakes yeah and he gives one to Andrew and he gives one to Robert wait did Andrew da- Andrew accidentally get poisoned alright so Robert drinks his whole glass okay and Andrew drinks his whole glass and then this is what happens when Andrew gets home yeah he, his wife noticed that he's exhausted and his okay. face was super red like okay. like not just like Rosy. It was like red. Okay. Okay. And he falls asleep on the sofa and he couldn't be woken up. His wife was like, Andrew, baby, dinner. Uh-uh, wake up. But he just couldn't. And okay. he only woke up when his phone rang. All right. And okay. then after that, he had dinner and he was so hungry. Okay. I would even say that the way it was described, it sounded like munchies. Yeah. He had dinner and then he had ice cream. And and yeah. according to him, he was like, I was behaving like a petulant child. And then after that, uh-huh. he had three cartons of ice cream. Wow. That's like some munchie shit, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, and then he went back to sleep, like, and he had no control. And so I don't know what this means, but he soiled himself. Like oh, he, he shed himself. Soil, they used the word soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He shed okay. himself. And he never had any issues with that. So it was definitely like, Oh, the drink, right? Yeah. yeah. And he didn't remember what happened, which is so apparently good. a thing that happens when you get Rohypnol. Right. Yeah. So now this is... Okay, so I suspect oh, yeah. that the cup was meant for Robert instead, right? No, they both had the same drink. 
Yeah. So what the wife decide to be like? Okay, like, you know what? I don't know who's gonna get the cup, so I'm just gonna poison both. Yeah, actually, it's quite smart, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is what the court things happen. All right. Yeah. So while all this is happening to Andrew, poor Andrew, who just got like exactly dragged like, into it. I'm just gonna bring my kid over for a play date because I'm a good father and I want her to get some fun and then and let then, me like, come home all drugged up and shit. And, yeah. Like, and then he's shit the poor myself. wife. He's like, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You went to party with with the Kissels. <laughs> all right, so Robert Kissel was also sedated. Okay. All right, and she managed to find some reason to get the three kids out of the house. We don't know yeah. what. Maybe she got the helper to bring them down mm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And once they were out, I think this happened in their room. It's not specified. Yeah, she bludgeoned him to death with an eight pound metal sculpture that used to belong to her grandma. Okay, I'm so confused because. Poisoning, that's really subtle. Using a metal <laughs> statue to just smash someone to death is not subtle. I don't know what's the mode that she's going for. Right? Because if you're going to poison someone, just poison them all the way. Exactly. Why poison them? Like, to sedate them. Yeah. And then, like, bludgeon them. No, but you know what? Oh, you know what I think happened? It's kind of like a... You know like a revenge crime where Oh, you still you, want to like Yeah, you, you hear of stories where people Stab other people like yeah. more than Necessary, yeah. so you know instead of the Three hard steps to the yeah. heart There's like 50 steps Yeah. So maybe in this instance, she has a lot of Like grievances, mm. so she's like I can't especially take any more if the whole, Especially if the whole domestic abuse allegation Is yeah. true, exactly Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of makes sense So she hit him on the head about 5 times yeah. And after that the kids came back everything so she allegedly slept in the bedroom with his body for two days and i never know how people can be like oh, i'll kill somebody let me sleep with their body in the bed with me for like days and days yeah i was you know because like i was gonna ask uh so what's the cover story she talking <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh man okay so now i kind of feel like she probably sedated him I think she wanted to kill him from the poison. Yeah, no, I think she wanted to get him to heart attack, but he didn't heart attack, so yeah. she's just like, well, I don't like you, so... And then, like, emotions got the better of her, and yeah. she's like, why can't you just die? And she's bam, 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 bam. And then after that, she's like, oh, shit, like, what do I do now? And she's like, oh, well... Well, I'm Michelle, just... it looks like you got it real thought out. That's right. <laughs> Careful. Single and ready to mingle. Guess who's sleeping beside me tonight? Hi, Teddy. Michelle. Alright, so... After that, she went out and she bought a new carpet. And then she rolled up his body in the old carpet. And then, you know, when you get a very big carpet, it gets delivered by these fancy delivery men. Yeah. And you can get them to help you, like, getting rid of the old carpet. So yeah. they put down the new carpet and they take the old carpet. Soaked in blood. It wasn't soaked in blood, but, like, according to the documentation, that was, like, one of the testimonies yeah. mentioned that the carpet smelled very salty, like, very salty fish. Mm. So... I don't know. Not many people know how a dead body smells. I don't know how a dead body smells. But yeah. I guess here's another descriptor. Very salty fish, right? Not pleasant. Okay, so now Robert is a busy man doing busy investment banking, business things every single day. And when he didn't show up to a conference call, his colleagues were like, Again, I like, of all the stories I hear, the first like the it's first people... Job. Yeah, the first people to look for anyone when they're missing or they're dead... Is your colleagues like your work 
they work people because they're so used to seeing you every day exactly. and especially because it's a job you tend to be more responsible and professional at a job yeah, the so moment yeah. that you don't show up everybody's people like ask. huh She's sick, ah. <laughs> so I think it's important to have a job. And it's important to be good at your job, like responsible there, so yeah. that they aren't surprised when you go go missing. Yeah. So that they are surprised when you go missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, because if you're irresponsible, they'll just be like, oh, she hooky again. In the meantime, right, Nancy is a busy lady. So they didn't immediately call because they thought maybe he was like very sick, especially yeah. because this is right after the SARS pandemic. Yeah. So maybe like, I don't know, they thought that he got SARS or something yeah. or they thought that he got the fever and wanted to be really safe. Mm-hmm. Nancy gets real busy too. She goes to the doctor and she says that she was assaulted by her husband. Yeah. And then she actually calls her dad yeah. to tell him that Robert assaulted her. So you can tell she's kind of maybe building up a story yeah, here. Yeah, she's building a story. All right. And so we don't have, at least I couldn't find any records of her reporting her domestic abuse to the police before yeah. this. But then right after she went to the doctor for the assault, yeah. <clears throat> she went to the police to report Robert for assaulting her. Okay. And this is at the point where she already knew she killed him. Right, so she was hoping to tell, like, use this as, like, a defense Yeah, story? no, like, just build something, okay. which didn't work, alright? And I feel like it might have been better if, let's She say, did this before killing him, right? Or maybe, like, after, she, like, right after she killed him, then she immediately called and say, like, My husband I tried to assault me, me and yeah. then, like, I, I was scared, and then I smash and help. Yeah, yeah, I... Yeah. Not that we're saying that this would work, but, but in the grand scheme of things. Compared to this current plotline. Which is like not well thought out. I Nancy, think mine's where is your master's degree in design? Where is your process? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on the 6th of November, right, she made a police report on the assault. So this is like four days after she already killed him. Yeah. Alright. And on the same day, 6th November, her colleague, I'm uh, not her colleague, Robert's colleague, yeah. makes a report for the missing Robert. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Alright. And on 7th November, the police arrived in Parkview to investigate missing Robert Kissel. And they asked Nancy for a key to the storeroom in the basement. Oh no, the storeroom. Rob, Rob, Robert is. Where they found Robert's body. Wrapped in the carpet. Oh shit. <laughs> the trial started in June 2005. Mm-hmm. So Nancy actually testified a lot of this. Wait, 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 hang on a second. So that means when they took it down, you mean they were carrying his body in the yeah. carpet? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I just thought that like, maybe there were like remnants or... Of blood on the no, carpet no, no, no. and that's he's, why they he, said his whole that. person was in the carpet oh, so they didn't know that they were carrying down yeah the... yeah wow can you imagine being the the delivery man and then you I'll just have goosebumps all over yeah then one day two years later you get a call ring ring hello this is the district attorney we need you to come down to testify for our case yes 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 the body was in the carpet the body was in and then you're like you're like what he was on my shoulder I don't know I was hugging him <laughs> probably his head or his oh my god Okay, no. That's scary. Yes. Alright, so the trial started in June 2005 because, you know, like it takes a while to go to court and get all the discovery and everything. Yeah. And Nancy actually testified like herself for a lot of this because like I guess she wanted to play the Like that was her character, like, or her persona. Yeah, she wanted okay. to play her persona. The allegations of abuse and assault. 
you know, she was wrong. She was long-suffering. Yeah. She was provoked for years on years on years since they moved to Hong Kong. Yeah. And there was physical and sexual abuse. So she pled not guilty to murder, mm-hmm. but to manslaughter. Okay. All right. But you also got a note and the jury of five men and two women also took note that she was the main inheritor to $18 million. Oh. The trial took 65 days. And finally, on 1st September 2005, a jury of five men and two women found her guilty and sentenced her to life in prison. Okay, so did, did they like give the breakdown of like, okay, two versus five or was it unanimous? No, no, they, didn't, they don't give the breakdown, but they right. found her guilty. Do if, you know like, if in a jury you have to be unanimous before you can pass the verdict? Yeah, I don't know Actually, eh. okay. Why don't we Google this? Yes, okay, okay, hang on, let me see. Okay. Okay, so I didn't find one for Hong Kong specifically, but I found one for the UK and I think they probably inherited most of the mm-hmm. legal system. Yeah. So in England and Wales, a majority of ten to two mm-hmm. um or ten to one is needed for a verdict. So failure to reach this may lead to a retrial. And um, initially, the jury will be directed to try to reach a unanimous verdict. If they fail to reach one, the judge may later give instruction that a majority verdict will be acceptable, but still no less than 10 to 2. Um, although, I think the ultimate goal is that they should try to reach a unanimous mm. verdict. And I think that's pretty important, especially if you're charging someone with something like murder. Exactly, yeah. Alright, yeah, so true. that wasn't the end of it. Mm-hmm. Literally a year after, her kids sued her. Remember? Remember? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The PTSD, right? Like passing a poison drink to your so, dad. So, because the kids were pretty young, I don't think it was actually the kids. It was probably like the estate of managing the kids, or like, like the young grandpas. Yeah. yeah. And they sued her for the wrongful death of their father. Yeah. You know, whatever makes for better headlines. Yeah. She appealed a couple more times and the Court of Final Appeal actually initially overturned the conviction and ordered a retrial yeah. on Feb 11th, 2010. Yeah. And then <laughs> the retrial didn't, didn't go very well either for her. Okay. And she was eventually sentenced to life again okay. on March 25th, 2011. Right. Where she remains. Oh, she's, is she still alive? Yeah, yeah. she would be, right? Yeah. Mm. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Briefcase. And as always, thanks for being here, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Alright, you want to know a very unfortunate fact as well? Yes, tell me. So Robert Kissel's brother, Andrew Kissel, who was a real estate developer, accused of defrauding people for millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. was also murdered. Oh! So both the Kissel brothers were murdered. Wow, it's the Kissel fate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Alright, so he was stabbed to death on 3rd April 2006 in the US. Alright, you can find us at a briefcase podcast on Instagram and a briefcasepodcast.com online. And do join us next week for another briefcase. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.